What is up, everyone? Welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. As every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central, we are streaming live, talking some Cowboys football here on Dallas on the Man Sports Talk Network. For a lot more content on the Cowboys, on the Mavericks, who play tonight, by the way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And for the podcast listeners, you can catch this show, Skywalker Steel's show, and Ian's Mavericks show as well over on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts to on ADC Sports Dallas. Primetime, as always, is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments on tonight's show. Welcome. Tonight, we have a somewhat of a fun debate for you guys because this was actually brought up by PFF. And they did a piece in which they signaled three of the best players, not three of the best, actually. The three best players for each of the 32 NFL teams and for the Cowboys, it's a fun exercise to do as well. Who are the top three players on the Cowboys? And to get things started, actually, the question for you guys is, go for number one at first. Who is the very best player on the Cowboys roster? And it's important to note that we're not talking about valuable here. We're talking about who is the very best. Because if we were talking about valuable you might as well reply Dak Prescott just because he's a quarterback, which is the most important position in the sport. So who is the very best player on the Cowboys roster? If you had to point only towards one, let me know your answers in the Facebook chat, in the YouTube chat while you do that. And before I give you mine, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net because the ride of the week is the new 2022 Mazda CX-5, but hear me out. To be specific, we're talking about the select package. And this starts at $29,125. It's got all-wheel drive, adaptive cruise control, the amazing Wi-Fi hotspot, Apple CarPlay slash Android, uh, Android Auto, and lane keeping assist. You can get that on the Mazda CX-5, the new 2022 Mazda CX-5. Check it out over at freemanmazda.net. It's a family-owned business for over 65 years with A-plus customer service plus a wide, wide range of new Mazda vehicles. And the website is pretty, pretty accessible. Make sure you check it out over at freemanmazda.net. Let's see some of your answers here. Who is the very best Cowboy player on the roster? Chava says that it's an easy one. The very best is Micah. Micah is getting some love here. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to get that. Samuel goes with Micah. Eminem also puts Micah at number one. Easy one. Uh, Tony Pollard goes with number one. This is Ryan Doyle. But that that that's... I don't believe that to be a serious answer by Ryan, though. Uh, Micah for Tommy. Micah. I, I'm going to be honest with you here. I don't think it's Micah Parsons. It cannot be Micah Parsons. It, I know it's not a sexy position. I know it's not the position that you tune in to watch on Sundays. But you got to go with a Cowboys right guard. You got to go with Zach Martin. That is the number one player 
when it comes to caliber of play at his respective position on the Cowboys roster. To me, he's still the best guard in the NFL. I know that there has been some ongoing debate on this topic because Quentin Nelson has entered the chat with the Indianapolis Colts, but I think that at their best, Zach Martin still has the edge. This is a guy that not only has the tremendous athleticism to knock defenders of their or of their fit to generate movement at the line of scrimmage in the run game, but he's also such a quality technician with his hands, with his feet. Rarely do you see Zach Martin make a mistake. And when he appears to make one of those mistakes, it's always one of those very designed, targeted plays by the defense. And I'm thinking about that play versus the 49ers in the opening drive for the Cowboys, in which they basically run a stunt with Nick Bosa trying to make some damage. And they, they pulled it off. Zach Martin was caught off guard and he couldn't get to, to Bosa. But that, those are the only instances in which you, you can see Zach Martin maybe get bit. But those are very, very rare instances. Zach Martin, to me, is the it has to be the best player on the roster. Now, number two. Number two is, is, a, is a good one as well. Jose Cristian goes with Micah Martin and Dak. Chava says, oh my God, this time I agree with you. Zach Martin is the best player on the roster. It has to be Micah. Excuse me, it has to be Zach Martin. Uh, Jose Christian says, let's go, Maps. Says Jose Christian, I want to see Steve Kerr cry. I don't want to see Steve Kerr cry. He, he nailed, you know, you got to love Steve Kerr over the last few days. The, the message that he was able to share uh, on the last game, that was pretty amazing. Uh, you got to love Steve Kerr, to be honest. Michael only last one year played, and he proved us all wrong, says Eminem. So... Number two is a difficult one, and here is PFF's top three, by the way. Let's let's look at it right now. This is PFF's top three. Zach Martin at number one, Micah Parsons at number two, and they did generate some controversy putting Tyron Smith at number three. A lot of people are not happy about that. I, will, I would go with Micah Parsons at two as well. I think that he was insanely versatile in a way in which he wasn't a tweener or anything like that. This is a legit defender, something unlike we have seen over the last few years in the NFL. We talked about this on primetime a couple of weeks ago on how you maybe would have to go back to Lawrence Taylor to truly find a player this versatile and doing what Michael has been doing, playing in coverage, playing versus the run as an off-the-ball linebacker, and playing as an edge rusher. You cannot use any of that against him. You have to do, use all of that in favor of Micah. So it's fair to put him at number two. And throughout his rookie season, for a while there, there was a fair debate on who was the best defensive player on the Cowboys. And it seemed to me to fall between two players. Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. But, you know, once the season was over, it was pretty clear you had to give it to Micah. Some people question if he will follow it up with a similar second year in the league. And that is a fair question. It usually goes that way with rookies where everyone will question if it's a one-year thing or not. 
but we saw very little evidence to suggest that it will not continue to be the case. We have seen in a Michael Parsons that was insanely athletic, insanely smart, because I believe his instincts were, you know, somewhat underrated on that front. And Kenny Gallagher play, I always go back to that one in which Micah is lined out wide uh, in coverage as the boundary cornerback versus a, a running back. And then they switch, uh, they switch the running back. He picks off the cornerback. Kenny Gallagher goes a vertical route on the outside. And Micah is there. Micah has that covered. And that's his instincts, just working out in every phase of the game. So I'm pretty good with giving with giving Michael Parsons the number two spot. So the number three spot is where the debate can also take place because there are a lot of candidates for that number three spot. Even if you're talking about best and not valuable, maybe you could get Dak Prescott in the conversation here are my three candidates, and the question for you guys is actually who should it be? If we agree, if we all agree on number one, Martin, or number two, Micah, or if you want to flip those two, who should be number three on the list in your opinion? Let me know in the YouTube chat and the Facebook chat. And by the way, do me a favor, hit the like button. Remember that every like allows us to put this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans as we continue to grow the ADC Sports Dallas community. A lot of people giving Trevon Diggs some love tonight. Gregory goes with CD Lamp, which is a surprise to me. Tommy915 goes with Trevon Diggs. The same for Eminem and Professor O also going with Trevon Diggs. CD Lamp for primetime Phil. All right, I like this. I like this because we do have some difference of opinion in the house tonight. I didn't go with Trayvon Diggs. I like him a lot. I just, I, I do think that we need to see a little bit more from him, both in consistency and I know, and I'm not trying to do the thing where people use the yards allowed in coverage number against Trayvon Diggs because I do believe that's kind of dumb. But it's also fair to admit that he had a certain level of vulnerability allowing some big plays. Now, as I have said previously on prime time, that also has to do with the defense that the Cowboys are running. We saw a lot of cover one from them. I just want to see a little bit more from, from Trevon Dix. I wouldn't describe him yet as a shutdown cornerback like we do maybe with Jalen Ramsey or some of the very best cornerbacks in the league. I wouldn't necessarily put him in the top five cornerbacks of the NFL, actually. Maybe he can find his way in, into the top 10. Right now, I would struggle to put him in the top five. So I'm not going with Trevon Dix. And I want to make it very clear, this is not hate against Trevon Dix. Uh, he might get there, and I love the guy. But here are my three candidates for the number three spot on the Cowboys' very best players list. I went... With Marcus Lawrence on defense, and these are only my candidates, the Marcus Lawrence on defense. I get that people want to see more sacks out of him, but make no mistake about it. This is one of the very best edge rushers in the entire NFL, one of the very most complete edge rushers in the league. Great against the run. He can still generate pressure. He will still call for plenty of double teams. And Marcus Lawrence is, is still a beast, even if, some in Cowboys Nation want to continue hating on the guy. 
because he has not been able to get the 17 and a half sacks that he got in 2017. Tyron Smith is a candidate. I get it. We are frustrated with Tyron Smith's health. We are frustrated about him missing games time and time again, even if it's just a handful of games, even if he's not missing the entire season or things of the sort. We get it. We are frustrated because of that. But when he is healthy, he remains one of the best left tackles in the league. And we saw it backed up by his PFF grade, his pass rush block winning rate, the same for the run. When he is on that football field, number 77 might not be on his prime anymore, but he's one of the best tackles in the league. And I believe him to be, to this date, one of the best players on the Cowboys roster. And now Dak, a lot of people were naming Dak at the beginning of the show, but I believe that that also has to do with the fact that Prescott is the quarterback and a lot of people will put more weight to the quarterback. But even if, if you're not looking at it from a value perspective, Prescott might just be one of the best players on the Cowboys roster. I didn't go with Dak Prescott. So Tommy just lost a hundred bucks over there in the YouTube chat because Tommy says 100 says Mo goes with Dak. I didn't go with Dak. I didn't go with Dak. Uh, I didn't go with Lamp either, as you can imagine. Didn't go with Trevon Vicks. I actually went with the Marcus Lawrence. I had to go with Tank. And potentially at number four, I would put Tyron Smith and I would round out your top five with Dak Prescott. D-Law to me is still one of the best defenders on the team. And I get it. I, I, I really get it. I want the sacks as much as you guys want them. But the Marcus Lawrence, to me, is underrated at the moment by Cowboys Nation. Now, Primetime Phil says if Dak is out, it's a problem. So him being third could make sense. Yeah, uh, for sure. And that's why, And that's why we've been focusing on that difference between the words best and valuable. Because if you, if you were talking about value, then Dak is number one on the list, and there is no doubt about it. You want to have your quarterback. But if we're just focusing on the word best, maybe he loses some spots there. I like the, I like the hype on, on C.D. Lamb. It's, a, it's one of the biggest question marks for the Cowboys, and maybe we've gone over this storyline time and time again that it's gotten old maybe, but still something that we cannot overlook. One of the biggest storylines for the Cowboys in 2022 is how will CeeDee Lamb fare on his new role with the Cowboys? And that new role being, being the number one receiver on the team. How will the Cowboys use him? Will he line up outside or inside? What will his specific role be with the team? Because by now, it is pretty clear that he's the guy. He's number one on the team. Dak Prescott has talked about is uh, moving the, the locker room closer to him, actually being the next one, the uh, directly adjacent to the cap to Dak Prescott's locker room. So we know that, but how does that role look? Because you have seen some NFL teams in which the number one receiver is a slot receiver. It doesn't have to be the outside prototypical guy. 
That's definitely one of the biggest question marks. Nicholas says, we won without Dak. Yeah, we won the one game, which was pretty amazing versus the Vikings. 2020 also happened. 2020 also happened. So if that's if that's the, the point there, let's not forget about that 2020 season in which the Cowboys didn't win without Dak Prescott, in which the Cowboys underwent one of the toughest seasons in recent memory, maybe since 2015, in which the Cowboys also did not have their starting quarterback. D losses Bruce uh, says that he wants to be the sack leader this year, said that Micah showed him up, and he even uh, joked but also didn't joke about cutting his, his dreads, if I'm not mistaken, and talking about how it was something symbolic of being more mature and maybe entering this new phase of his career. D-Law looks more leaner and healthy, says uh, Gabriel. Professor O, uh, Stephen White was going with the fire there with Professor O. Oh, but he's checking in in the show. I thought that, that I missed a comment by Professor O. By the way, Professor O says that tank is lower for him. I'm still high on Marcus Lawrence. I would still rank him as the number two player on the Cowboys defense before Trevon Diggs. I think that Micah and D-Law are, are the guys on that front. Salute to Jared. Thank you for being here on the show. Tommy915 says, I say Isaac Alarcon, Mr. I won't cake himself. Yeah, let's put him on the top five as well, some way, somehow. Actually, diving over the weekend, I will be diving into Isaac's tape. I don't know if I will make any content out of it, but I will watch every single preseason snap for, for Isaac and see what we can find there and see where we want him to improve in 2022. Because you guys know this by now. That's my guy. That is my guy. How many games with Andy Dalton? I'll wait, says Joe. Professor O says Ryan Knoll at number one. Kind of like uh, honoring Toxic Tom, who isn't with us tonight on the show. But anyways, an important note from OTAs, and this is from Clarence Hill over at this, the Fort Worth Star Telegram. The Cowboys increasing their usage of Tony Pollard, apparently. They opened Team Dreams. Team drills with Pollard on the field with Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard lined up in the slot. Man, at this point, I don't want to get my hopes up. This might be a big deal. This might be a small deal. Once again, I believe that the Cowboys will still lead the charge with Ezekiel Elliott. And I also do not think that's necessarily a bad thing because... Maybe a healthy Ezekiel Elliott does look better on the Cowboys offense, but you cannot have Tony Pollard as limited as you did in 2021. You need to get this guy the football and not only via handoffs, get creative. Like Clarence Hill just mentioned, Pollard on the field and Pollard uh, with Pollard being lined up in the slot. Actually use his receiving skills. And it's also a, a bitten down narrative that we've touched a lot before, even during the season, in which you just want to see more of Pollard like they used him in college because he did a little bit of everything when he was in Memphis. 
Use more 12 personnel. Get Ezekiel Elliott in as a fullback with Tony Pollard in as the as a halfback. Put Pollard on the slot role. A lot of people have talked about using him in a Debo Samuel kind of role. Do that as well. Professor O says, we were in 20 personnel 11% of the time in 2018. That went down to 4% in 2021. All for two more back looks getting more usage. Give me 22 personnel. I, I said 12 personnel earlier, by the way. Sorry about that. Give me 22 personnel. I'm all for it. Or 21 personnel, whatever you want it to be. Get these two guys on the field at the same time. And I wonder if we can see more of that early in the season. With Michael Gallup potentially being out, Jalen Tolbert and James Washington being behind CeeDee Lamb. I wonder if we do get to see that from the Cowboys early in the season. Maybe the lack of options at wide receiver forces Dallas to these two back looks, including Pollard lined up on the slot, but also the traditional two back looks that someone mentioned tonight on, on the show. I could be, get behind any of those two possibilities as well. Stephen White says, Schultz and Wiletsko, 12 man. D. Williams will rotate with Armstrong, says, asks Gabriel Marks. I would guess that is the expectation, having Sam Williams, Armstrong, and Fowler on the rotation. That's, that, that's definitely the expectation. And in an ideal world, world, one of them takes over. In an ideal world, one of them becomes the guy in front of the rotation. I would love that. I would love that. And I talked about this before last year. It, it seemed like it was Randy Gregory with a rotation going on behind him. But now they're all pretty much on the tree, on the tree. The, the three of them are on the same level, apparently, and it's just a three-man rotation. But hopefully one of them stands out. Stephen White says Basham too. And I, I will say this, uh, Terrell Basham, I would expect him to be on the 53-man roster battle more than in the three-man rotation battle, you know? I think Basham might contribute, but I think he's on, on the hot seat right now for Dallas. Jared says, this reminds me of the old pro formation from Madden. You know what? I've been playing a lot of college football revamped. I finally found a way to play the revamped version of of the NCAA 14 game, and I'm using the Ohio Bobcats. I'm just running the heck out of that triple option. I know that will not happen for the Cowboys, but I would love to see that. I will not lie. But anyways, before we get out of here tonight, what is the scoreboard right now for the Dallas Mavericks? They're down 23 to 28 at the end of one. What is your final score prediction for game five? And let me tell you, you better have the Mavs winning. You better have the Mavs winning. Drop your score prediction for game five. The Warriors could send the Mavericks home tonight or Dallas could inject hope into the Mavericks fan base Baines and force a game six. And then we will get dreaming about a game seven. But what is your score prediction for tonight's game? 
28-23 at the end of one. The Reaper says 105 to 102, the maps. Tommy, 109, 101, 99 maps. 131, Stephen White going with the high scoring affair. 131, 123, maps. 119, 114, Warriors, says Professor O. Reverse psychology there from, from Professor O. I like it. I like it. I will go with 115, 112 for the maps. Let's go, Maps. Gregory, 117-109. Go enjoy the game. I will not take more of your time. Go enjoy the Dallas Mavericks on uh, taking on the Golden State Warriors. We'll see how it works out for them. Drew Ray, 117-99. The victory for the Maps. I like that from Drew. Thank you for tuning in to the show tonight. Make sure that you guys smash the like button. Share the stream. It's the end of the week for prime time, so I will be back with you on Sunday night. Looking forward to that. Joey Bella hitting us with the 113, 111 maps. I like that as well over at Facebook. Smash the like button. Share the stream. Thank you to Tommy. Thank you to Jared. I will see you on Sunday night. Enjoy your weekend.